Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. And that one is hit hard. Oh, and he is hit hard. Hits him with a left hook. Hey, it's me, Billy V, and this is Billy V's Sports Hits. And thanks for joining me for my latest podcast. We're big on the testosterone sports here on the Sports Hits. Football, boxing, anything where people hit each other. And, um... I got a hit, Chip Kelly, the Eagles coach today, after the incredibly bad performance by the Eagles against the Dallas Cowboys in week two of the NFL season. And I'm here in Philly. I've covered the Eagles for many, many years as a sports anchor on Fox 29 in Philly. And one of the things I did not want to do on this podcast is just talk Philly sports, because even though Philly is such a tremendously passionate town about sports, I want to be able to have people from all over the country uh, have a reason to listen and hopefully pick up some knowledge about their own teams as well. And uh, and so I did not go into great detail about what's been going on here in Philly with Chip Kelly and the massive changes he made in the Eagles football team over the offseason and all the debates I've had with people here in town about how stupid his moves were. But uh, all I talked about, in fact, when I made my NFC predictions, was that the Eagles would win the NFC East. And I said that not so much because I think they're a great team, but because the division is so bad. And as I pointed out, the Dallas Cowboys just don't have an established running back. Um, and that, that was going to hurt them a lot. And yet, they come into Philly in Week 2 and not only don't have an established running back, but they've lost... Des Bryant, their star receiver, so now they have a bunch of no-name receivers as well as running backs. And then they lose their star quarterback, Tony Romo, during the second half of the game and still beat the Eagles easily because the Eagles' offense, their own offense, was so putrid. Chip Kelly is supposed to be this offensive genius. So we're going to talk about the Eagles today. And uh, I'm going to start by going back to... 2006. I'm standing on the sidelines and I'm watching this wide receiver who's new to the team. And this guy is so slow that it takes him forever to come off the line of scrimmage and get 10 yards downfield. He's so slow also that they they start hitting him with press coverage with the defensive back come right up on him and hit him. And he can't get away from that because he's just so slow. And I'm watching this guy, and I'm like, how is this guy an NFL receiver? How's he ever going to accomplish anything in the NFL? But more importantly, how did he accomplish what he's already accomplished? Because this guy, whose name was Jabbar Gaffney, had played for Houston in 2005, and he caught 55 passes. And I'm looking at him, and the Eagles had signed him as a free agent in the offseason. He was one of their big free agent signings that year. And I watched him. I said, this guy can't play. And sure enough, the Eagles ended up cutting him. He never played a down for the Eagles. He's a big free agent signing. He doesn't even make the team. How often does that happen? Like never. 
But that's how bad he was. By the end of that 2000 season, 2006 season, he's hooked up with the New England Patriots. He becomes this star as they go into the playoffs who catches 21 passes in three playoff games, including 10 passes in a playoff win over San Diego. Somehow, guys who suck can go to New England and become stars. You know, Bill Belichick's supposed to be a defensive-minded coach and a brilliant coach, but whether whether it's Belichick, Tom Brady, combination thereof, or something else, they can take anybody and plug them in and be successful. They've had guys who were scrubs elsewhere and go there and become stars. They've had guys who are stars there and go elsewhere and become scrubs. You know, last year, Jonas Gray, a running back, busts out with 200 yards in a game, and then he's late to a meeting and Belichick benches him, and it doesn't make any difference. They just plug somebody else in and go right along, and this year they just cut Jonas Gray, and now they just plug in another no-name, Deion Lewis, who's having a great year in the first two games. It doesn't matter. They could just Something about their system, whoever they plug in, it works. But Bill Belichick has four Super Bowl rings. Here in Philadelphia, we got Chip Kelly, a college coach who came in and thinks he's Bill Belichick, thinks he can just cut people, plug anybody into the system, and it will work. Well, guess what, Chip Kelly? You are wrong. You are no Bill Belichick. And yet he has Bill Belichick-type control over the entire organization because owner Jeff Lurie handed him the reins during this offseason, handed it to him like he's done something. Okay, he came in his first year, and the Eagles were four and twelve, and Andy Reid's last year, and oh, he the town fell in love with Chip Kelly because he won ten games and made the playoffs, and rightly so. And in his first game against Washington, the Eagles' offense looked incredible. LaShawn McCoy rushed for one hundred eighty-four yards in that game. Deshaun Jackson caught one hundred and four yards worth of passes in that game. But now their offense looks putrid. LaShawn McCoy is gone, traded him away. Deshaun Jackson is gone, cut. But the thing that happened was he won 10 games, the town fell in love with him. The next year, he goes out and he cut Deshaun Jackson. Cut him for no reason. There was some bullshit in the papers. Oh, well, uh, uh, he's a gang member. Nonsense. Oh, oh, he supported this guy who was a friend of his who got arrested for murder. Yeah, he supported him. Because he believed the guy was innocent. And you know what happened? The guy was found not guilty. Uh, of course, the newspaper articles or the, the websites that ripped Deshaun Jackson for supporting this guy barely mentioned at the very end of the articles that his friend was found not guilty. They made it sound like he supported a murderer. The fact that the guy was found not guilty was almost not even a factor in the articles that they wrote trying to make Deshaun Jackson look like a bad guy. Now, to his credit, Chip Kelly, when he cut Deshaun Jackson the same day that this article came out, said, no, no, it has nothing to do with anything to do with any gang members or all that stuff. You know, that's not who Deshaun Jackson is. I just cut him because of a football decision. Well, that's the stupidest football decision I can imagine. You'd cut a star player, get nothing in return, and now you've got to put a, 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 a scrub named Riley Cooper into your starting lineup. So the following year, 2014, Deshaun Jackson and Riley Cooper catch virtually the same number of passes, except that Deshaun Jackson literally has double the the amount of yardage as Riley Cooper because Deshaun Jackson can get deep. And Riley Cooper, well, 
he's another Jabbar Gaffney in terms of ability. He's so slow. He has no moves. And he can't catch. Other than that, he's great. Oh, Chep Kelly says, oh, he's a great blocker. The only problem is that when Deshaun Jackson was getting those 1,169 yards during the 2014 season, he was doing it for another team, Washington. I refuse to use that nickname of theirs. Because Chip Kelly had cut him. And he gained 126 of those yards in a single game against the Eagles in the penultimate game of the season. You like the use of that word? You like that big word, penultimate? That, that means second to last, the one right before the final game. Uh, which actually knocked the Eagles out of the playoffs almost single-handedly Deshaun Jackson, the guy that Chip Kelly had cut, knocked Chip Kelly and his team out of the playoffs. And there was almost, there was very little mention of that, very little uh, fuss about that because it was Chip Kelly's second year and he was still enjoying quite a honeymoon with the Philadelphia media. But if you're not in Philly, you should see the papers today. Now people are starting to wake up and really, the, the honeymoon's over. The honeymoon's over, Chip. People are looking at all of your ridiculous moves and finally starting to criticize you for them. It's not only that, that, that Kelly has this idea that he can just cut good players, but he seems to make moves that are not only stupid, but that are in combination with other moves that make it doubly stupid. Because the following year, Jeremy Macklin, even without Deshaun Jackson and even with Riley Cooper, a non-threat on the other side, goes out and has an amazing year, gets a great offer from the Kansas City Chiefs, and Chip Kelly chooses not to match that offer. So now he's lost Deshaun Jackson and he's lost Jeremy Macklin. So his receivers are a couple of second-year guys, a rookie, and Riley Cooper. And Miles Austin, a guy who's about eight years past his prime, who was brought in as well. He's got nothing in the way of receivers now. No wonder the Eagles can't complete a pass. But it's worse than that because he had two starting guards, Todd Harriman's, who I granted is getting up in age, and Evan Mathis, who granted was getting up in age, but Evan Mathis was a Pro Bowl, all pro caliber guard, one of the top two or three guards in the league, according to various scouting services. But Evan Mathis wanted more money, so Chip Kelly cut him. Because Chip Kelly thinks he can just put anybody in and they'll be just as good. Well, news for you, Chip Kelly. Here's a news flash. You can't. Because without Mathis, the Eagles' offensive line has been dreadful. Their two new guards have been horrific. And the Eagles have rushed, well, (laughs) they brought in DeMarco Murray, who had 13 carries for two yards against the Cowboys. But I guess I'm getting ahead of myself because that's the other issue, DeMarco Murray. They had a great running back in LaShawn McCoy. And again, you're talking about one of the top few players in the league at his position. And Chip Kelly traded him. Traded him. And then decided, oh, I can. and he was lucky because he was going to sign Frank Gore, who's about 50 years old. And Gore decided not to come to Philly and go to Indianapolis. So then they lucked up and got DeMarco Murray free agent from Dallas, and Ryan Matthews, free agent from San Diego. The only problem is, uh, number one, neither of those guys is LaShawn McCoy. LaShawn McCoy, Kelly get frustrated with him because he'd dance around too much and run east-west instead of north-south, but guess what? 
If you're going to have a bad offensive line, a guy who's willing to dance around and make some people miss is a great thing to have, like LaShawn McCoy, whom Kelly traded. But if you have a guy who runs north and south and just needs one hole and then runs through it, like they have now with DeMarco Murray, that works out fine if you have a good offensive line. But Chip Kelly, again, talking about the stupid things that he's done in combination with each other, left himself two holes in his line and also traded away his running back who can make people miss. Now he's got a running back who's dependent on having a hole in the line because he can't make anybody miss. He's got to go through a hole and make a cut. That's what he does, but he doesn't make anybody miss. Well, he did make a nice move Sunday where he jumped over a defensive back, but that was downfield every single time that somebody has broken through into the backfield. They've caught him for a loss because he hasn't made one person miss. And if he had a good offensive line, he's the type of guy who can flourish, just as he did when he led the league last year when he was with Dallas, who has probably the best run-blocking line in the NFL. But if you need somebody to make people miss, he's not it. So... It's doubly bad that you let your guards go. You cut an all-pro player and got nothing for him because he wanted more money. Oh, and here in Philly, everybody was cool with that. Oh, well, you know, it's his fault he wanted more money. No, 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 no. There's no problem. If he wanted more money, you know what you do? Either A, you give him more money because you went out and you spent $63 million on a six-year deal for a cornerback in Byron Maxwell who hasn't covered anybody because he wasn't that good to begin with. He played in Seattle where he was part of a great defensive team, and he did okay, but he wasn't that great. But you paid him $63 million, but you won't pay your star guard. So don't tell me about money. The Eagles are always way under the salary cap, so don't tell me about money. You could have paid Mathis, but if you didn't want to pay Mathis, okay, don't pay him. Let him go out there and play. He's an offensive lineman. He's not going to dog it. That's the best way to get yourself hurt badly is to play you know, in the trenches and dog it because you're unhappy about your contract. And he never said, I'm not going to come. In fact, he was preparing to come to the start of, uh, of, of involuntary workouts, of uh, mandatory workouts the next day. But Kelly cut him because he thinks he can just stick anybody in there. So he's made so many bad moves, one after the other after the other. He had a very good slot cornerback in Brandon Boykin. Brandon Boykin wasn't happy because Brandon Boykin was being uh, limited to a slot corner and playing, you know, 40% of the downs when he was the best corner on the team. So he wasn't happy. They had terrible corners. They had Bradley Fletcher, who got beaten deep every game, and yet Chip Kelly would never take him out and never try Brandon Boykin at the corner because Chip Kelly insists on having tall cornerbacks. He doesn't like short cornerbacks, and Boykin is short. Never mind that he's good, but he's short. So what they do is they let Brandon Boykin go for a fifth-round pick. Now they don't have a decent slot corner at all. And they signed Byron Maxwell to that $63 million a deal year because Byron Maxwell is taller. It really doesn't make much difference if you're a few inches taller when you're five yards behind the receiver on every play because you're slow. So Kelly has made so many bad moves, and yet he's so arrogant and thinks he knows everything. And that's why his team is 0-2. But more importantly than just being 0-2, although here in Philly to lose a game to Dallas is always a huge, huge downer for this city. Because this city is all about the Eagles, loving the Eagles and hating Dallas. 
But what's worse is there's no reason to expect him to get significantly better because of all the stupid personnel moves he made that he didn't have to make. People are like, oh, well, he's rebuilding the team. No, 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 no. He won 10 games, went to the playoffs his first year. He finished, he won 10 games his second year and missed the playoffs by a game. You don't, you don't start doing a five-year rebuild now. You make, maybe make a change or two. You don't start unloading your best players. But he's arrogant. He thinks he can plug anybody into his system. And he demands that all his players, apparently his big deal is he demands that all his players blindly follow him and never speak their minds. And certainly never ask for more money. Well, he'll teach him a lesson. What does he think he is? Bill Belichick? Vince Lombardi? Who does he think he is? This is some college coach. He hasn't won anything in the NFL. What is wrong with you, Chip Kelly? All right, in my next podcast, I'm going to give you your chance. I'm going to listen to your responses to my points about Chip Kelly and the Eagles. And, uh, and then we'll talk a little bit about some of the other teams in the league, too. So thanks for listening. Hey, and thank you, Richie renegade kepler the man here at renegade sports talk radio for uh uh plugging my show on your show so um i want to tell everybody they should check out richie and marla they're crazy they're not as crazy as chip kelly but they're crazy thanks for listening this is billy b sports hits on renegade sports talk radio and you can hit me up on facebook or twitter at billy vargas v-a-r-g-u-s thanks Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior.